1: Come on! Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. I
0: totally forget all the time to check in for a flight. You do? Absolutely. and I've got things that I'm doing, like sleeping. It doesn't hurt my feelings to be in the last I have
1: a (laughs) flight
2: that I have to check in for. I have two alarms. He forgot to invest in his 401k for 11 years,
3: (laughs) but he'll check in that
2: flight. Dave and
3: Mahoney. Is there anything you would tattoo on your
4: face ever? I hate face tattoos. You've got a neck tat,
0: man. What do you mean you hate face tattoos? If I
4: needed to go to a classy event, I could put a turtleneck on hide that thing.
2: (laughs) You can't show up to a classy event in a
4: turtleneck. Yeah, you can.
2: Horse, are hot. Don't
0: you show up in a turtleneck. Did Winnie the Pooh in it with <laughs> just a turtleneck on it? Dave, Dave,
3: Dave and, and Mahoney. If you had a robot that could do one household chore for you, which would it be?
2: I feel like for Mahoney, you'd just be following him around and singing Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes, sure. laughs>
0: delighting you. A robot that just delights you.
2: Uh, I think those are called real sex tales. <laughs> and
1: cleaning the toilets. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney.
2: Hello friends, got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show with some bad news? You know, now that we are into December, I feel like this is a very appropriate accident to take place on the interstate. I'm talking about a delicious crash in the state of Ohio where Interstate 90 got covered in chocolate and caramel.
4: Ooh. That sounds
2: delicious, yeah, right? I mean,
0: but were they combined? Was it a oh, slippery yeah. slide yeah. on the road systems yeah. where you could just lick mm-hmm. it all up? Oh my God! I, there's no better combination. Maybe peanut butter.
2: So it's it's so interesting that there's two semis that collided at 6 a.m. and the crash led to one truck overturning and spilling its cargo of chocolate and caramel onto the roadways. Uh, the other one was uh, was was pure acid, and everyone oh. died at the scene. Well, uh, uh, yeah, let's yeah, let's <laughs> try to avoid that. No, the, uh, the cleanup operations were initiated, but as you would imagine, uh, chocolate and caramel all over the road, like that's going to take a little while. Who's think right? about all the bugs that yeah. are going to be showing up there. That's what
1: you
0: uh-huh. think, of bugs. Yeah. Oh, how
2: many bugs are going to be out there?
0: Who sang that song? You and I collide. Was that Howie Day?
2: Oh,
3: something like some that. the wrong yes. people do do for
1: that do one. Do do.
0: You don't remember
2: <laughs> no. that song? Is that what? what you'd be humming if you were the eighteen-wheeler driver?
0: Yes, you, you and I, I collide. collide. As I'm just like slowly licking up all of the chocolate and caramel <laughs> off of the ground. That's the cleanup. That's what you got to do. Cleanup duty. You don't get. You don't get mops. You don't get. What else? What other cleaning you did? Vacuums, vacuum <laughs> brooms. Well, this is the, brooms. This is a woman
2: who's never done an honest day's work in her life. What other things to you use to clean up with?
0: What do you mean? <laughs> well, I was just—I was wondering if you were going to assume my cleaning duties as a woman, Dave. You anti-woman man.
2: I'm not anti-woman. You're allowed to wear shoes in here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a lot to wear. Nobody's a lot to wear shoes in my house. To be fair, though, <laughs> some uh, some good news today as well. Bronny James, the son of LeBron James, who had that very very scary that incident, cardiac incident, right? Cardiac arrest. Like actually rushed to the hospital in an During ambulance. A game, yeah. uh, they didn't know, you know, what his future looked like. He's obviously one of the most. Uh, you know, heralded young athletes to come out in a long time being LeBron James' son, being in a program like USC. Yeah, you know, the sky's kind of the limit for him. And LeBron James has come out in the past and said that he wants to at least play one season with his son. Right. You know, whether or not that'll happen, we don't know, but this is a huge step in the right direction. Uh, he has been cleared to resume playing basketball after four months. Well, that's good, man.
3: I mean, when you see a young kid like that experience like anything cardiac related, it is incredibly uh, scary, and the fact that he's back, he's playing again, uh, this is great news, man. He's, he's a a fun young athlete, and I do kind of want
2: to see him and LeBron play in the NBA together. That would be, It'd be pretty cool. I mean, as far yeah. as, like, iconic moments in American sports, you have right. arguably... You know the greatest of all time, or one of the greatest of all time, and then him being able to kind of call his own shots and play on the same court as his kid—I mean, like that's unheard of. The
3: last time we—I can remember this happening in any major sport
2: was what? Ken Griffey Sr. and Ken Griffey Jr. And we know yep. how you know the legacy of both of those guys. Yep. So, uh, very happy to see the, uh, the the James family called it the best Christmas gift that they could get. So very excited. Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. You know, Mahoney, there's not a lot of things in this life where you can take, you know, professional athletes and mix it with professional musicians and have it actually work, right? It's like everyone's kind of in their own lane. Like if it's a singing show, you have to have people from the music industry that have some idea of what's going on there to really make it work. I guess the sort of thing where you see like the world's colliding is kind of like an America's Got Talent. But when you think about like a, a sporting event, there's so very few things where people can meet from different paths and and somehow it's still entertaining. But there's there's one thing that's really figured it out in my opinion. What's that? It's golf.
3: So yeah. Do, do everybody it. likes to play golf. Do it, do it because like, everybody's awful
2: at it. Yeah, but like doing the celebrity pro ams because you can have guys that are, you know, professional athletes from a different sport. You know, let's take Tony Romo, for example, who's actually a really great golfer. Aaron Rodgers is actually a pretty good golfer. Like there's a handful of Charles professional Barkley. athletes. Charles Barkley. Charles <laughs> Barkley. But <laughs> The latest one, and I think that you'll like this, Audrey, because you're into uh, a lot of the, uh, the the new country artists that uh, have kind of swept the nation. Yep. Morgan Wallen would be towards the top of the list, and uh, Tom Brady has accepted the challenge from Morgan Wallen for the celebrity program that's happening at Pebble Beach in, uh, in January. These rich-ass sons of guns uh-huh.
3: who are out here charging for these... Celebrity proams, getting paid to play at the most beautiful places on the planet. I hate them all so I was gonna much.
0: say, are you so jealous? <laughs> yeah, because you know how
3: much you know how much it is to play Pebble Beach like many thousands of dollars, and these dudes are found a way to not only get to hang out with other cool celebrities, to get to get paid and play for free. Mm.
2: I hate it. Yeah, I mean Tom Brady, like he hasn't even started his ten year three hundred and seventy five million dollar contract doing broadcasting for Fox. That's going to kick off next season. So, you know, it seems like he's making the most of his off season. you know, where he's finally not working for a year. You know, he's been all over on these yacht ventures with his, you know, hot new girlfriend and doing stuff with his kids for the first time. I think he's ever even met them. Uh, But But no, I mean, good for Tom Brady. But I'm with you, Mahoney. Like when you see that golf tournament up at uh, Edgewood and Lake Tahoe, and you're like, oh, man, like they're just all so rich. And they're, you know, throwing footballs to the dudes out in the boats who are drinking, just trying to catch a glimpse of Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or Tony Romo or something like that. Or Jim McMahon who's playing shoeless. Oh, good old Jim McMahon. Still got that headband on, doesn't he? Yes, he does.
1: You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Call our voicemail and say anything you want. Anything? Well, uh, almost anything. Call 833-YO-DUMMY to be a part of The Dave and Mahoney Show. Please leave. To you are asking
2: if we have any emotional support things we do for the holidays. I do have two very clear ones. One is I watch Home for the Holidays for Thanksgiving because that is my mother and that is my father. Then at Christmas time, I have to watch Love Actually. Now, Audrey, I, I love you very much, but I, I know the Harry Potter
1: people. You're just looking for a good excuse to watch Harry Potter. Thanks. Message deleted.
0: So... I'm not I couldn't with- really tell what you were saying, sir. <laughs> I um, I it sounded like one. you were slurring your words a bit. No judgment, no judgment. <laughs> but I think he was saying that he was watching what movie during Thanksgiving and Love Actually Home, during Home
3: for, for the, the Holidays. holidays which okay. That came out in '95, and it's got you know fair amount: Holly Hunter and Bancroft, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Dylan McDermott in it. I don't I, that one, Steve Gutenberg, But I'm just not. Super familiar with that one. I mean, Love yeah. Actually, I think, has become like a millennial or a elder holidays. millennial mm-hmm. woman favorite yes. over the, over over the years. And I've, my wife wants to watch it every year, so I watch it every year. Not in mm-hmm. the holiday.
0: We love the holiday with Jack Black, Jude Law, uh, oh, Kate yeah. Winslet, yeah. and Cameron Diaz. What, what
2: about Four Christmases?
0: I also love that. Vince yeah, Vaughn. And yeah. wait, and um, John Favreau. John Favreau looks jacked and hot. I'm like, I never would have thought that he about you. looks jacked and hot. Yeah, because like I love oh, I love it. Listen, I grew up, I, I worked at Buckle. Okay. <laughs> I've got a certain caliber of man that I'm into. <laughs> but I saw John Favreau and uh, was that super hot trashy chick from uh, that we- we Jamie oh, Presley? Yeah. Or is, no, is that who that is? The, um, the girl who's from in Eastbound and Down.
2: Oh, Tammy, uh, the girl who plays Tammy. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Like
0: there, well, anyway, their little dynamic duo that they have. I'm always like, look at them go. They're the best relationship I've ever seen. Mm, you just know, to, just to sitting there, just being like trashy and hot, so in
2: love <laughs> and drunk. Please leave a message after the tone.
1: Hi, just curious. What was your summer of '69? For me, it was 1977.
2: Message deleted. Talking about like the best summer ever.
3: Yes. Probably the. Man, 99, maybe? two thousand. yeah. Like, I think my junior year, which was the summer of 99, going 99 to 2000, I was a junior going to a senior. And that's, like, you have all the freedom you want because you have a car. You have none of the real responsibilities because you're still not an adult yet. And you're kind of, like, just hanging with the friends, girls, you know, drugs. That's, like, drinking, like, partying. Like, when I think about, like, a year, if I could go back and, Visit again, it would probably be not, and
2: and Limp Biscuit, <laughs> dude. This just hit me though. I mean, <laughs> you, you, you hear those things all the time about how you know there's there was a day where you went outside and you played with your friends yeah. for the last time and you just didn't know it. Or if you have a kid, you pick up your kid and you put them down and you don't know it, but that's the last time you'll ever pick up your kid. You know, and that stuff hits hard. But man, this guy's voicemail just triggered something. Have we already lived our best summer ever?
0: No. No. Dave, don't say it.
3: We absolutely you don't, have. That's that's a summer of sixty-nine as far as like that's a special
4: kind of that's no. a that's the adolescent No, I know. But, but everything we do at our age now causes pain <laughs> and exhaustion. That's you know what I mean? Untrue. Like, I had one
0: beer yesterday, yesterday or and I I'm licking had. my wounds. Are <laughs> yeah, you kidding me? Like what Poor like like, right like, like like literally thinking about Going out and doing what I was doing at 18 during the best summer of my summers. It's just, yeah. The only reason why you romanticize it is because you just didn't hurt. Like, you know what I mean? You were able to have fun and, like, you know, do backflips into pools and not worry about whether or not you're going to break a hip. But
3: now I just go cruising, and I love it. And there's nothing hurts when I come back from cruising other than my bank account. That's what I mean. Something yeah. hurts, and it's your bank account. I would rather my bank account than my back.
4: Yeah, good point. Fair enough.
3: Please
2: leave
4: a message after the tone. Hey, Dave Mahoney. Love the show. A question I have for you: Do any of you like really hate one of your significant others' friends?
1: Message deleted.
2: <laughs> Do we hate any of our like significant others? Yeah. Okay. So, no. Thankfully, not. Like if if they've I, been weeded out. If I hated it or my wife hated <laughs> Mahoney's wife. That yeah. would be a huge problem for me.
3: Oh well, I think you know, in, a, internally, sure, experience. but I mean, I think he's even talking about like, do we, they have any friends who we can't stand? And my wife, you know, my wife is more of a, I like the people who I like, and those are you're either you're either riding or you're dying. Yeah, one one or the other as far as that. And so she's done a
2: fine job weeding out the, the like people I didn't like anyway. There was a time, like when I was younger, you know, you talk about the best summer ever, the right. you know, that the beauty of your youth. Do you remember having to just tolerate that douchebag that was a part of the group because yes. he was part of the group? Yeah. Like how awful oh, yeah. that was. I love that it's him. <laughs> you were that guy, Chris. <laughs> no, I just I like that we've gotten to the point where we're more we're a little older, a little more experienced, and you go, I do not have time for that. I'm just not going to tolerate somebody that drives me crazy.
3: Like, we don't have time to, you know, especially you, Dave, you know, being a father of four. (sighs) You don't have time to spend with the people you care about, probably your your, your oldest friends who you probably haven't, you know, there's friends you haven't seen in a long, long time. Like, why would I want to spend... Any amount of time with somebody who I cannot stand. See people unless they are paying me an exorbitant amount of money. In which case, I like you just for that reason. Yeah. People
0: (laughs) are listening right now who actually are experiencing this and just thinking you guys are just so tough because like (laughs) there are people who really do experience this all of the time from like in-laws to just casual friendships that are just like having to be around those people Mm -hmm. because their significant other loves them. uh, Ew. Like, what do you mean uh, you love your mother? I hate your mother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMMY.
2: And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, you know how you're always encouraging people to Karen when it is deserved? When it's deserved. I'm curious to think or to hear whether you think that this is deserved or not because I'm thinking... About filing a complaint with the manager
3: Okay, go on So
2: as you know, my mother-in-law just left She was here for an extended period of time Over the Thanksgiving break This
3: is in the family around the holidays That seems pretty normal to me Totally days.
2: normal, but we were a little concerned That maybe she wasn't going to be able to get home to Seattle Because mm-hmm. she had forgotten her wallet on the airplane She didn't have her ID I'm sure there's workarounds for that with her too? She did have her dog with her as well it's so. the
0: cutest name for a dog You Boom. don't care, his cute name is button. Buttons Yeah,
2: he's a cute little guy But, you know, you've got a mother-in-law and a dog in a house that already has four little kids, and we had another couple that was staying with us, and they brought their daughter. It was a full house over the Thanksgiving break, so for me... Well, they stayed with you, too, huh? They sure did. And so, for me, it was very... I was very excited to just kind of, like, get the house back to, like, just being us. Sure. Anyone that has house guests knows what I'm talking about. Like, it's great having people that you love and care about around, and your mother-in-law, and, you know, but when they leave, it's nice to just, like, have your place back to your place. Breathe again. Yeah. You can walk around in your underwear. And so when I found out that my mother-in-law was planning to return on December the 7th. That's next week. Yeah, is coming up pretty quick here. A few days away, yeah. A few days away. I was rather perplexed as to why you would leave, go back to Seattle, and then turn around and come back in that short of an amount of time. Because it just seems like a whole lot of traveling for not a lot of downtime. And then I found out that it was her company that offered... To send her back. On that day specifically? On that day specifically. Why and no I said, other day? Why would her company offer to send her back? Well, it turns out my mother in law has self diagnosed and decided that Seattle is a little too cold and a little too rainy oh, no. specifically for this time of year. And so being in a different climate could potentially be better for her. Oh, and so, so her she has tuberculosis. Them. Is that yeah, what it she is? She has tuberculosis. And so we said, well, come Burned back to our holiday. place. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm like, hang on. So dude, I wish your I boss agreed to fly you back here to stay with us for who knows how long after being home for a couple no, of days. No, no, no. She's
0: abusing it, Dave. She's nah, absolutely abusing the power that this. be.
3: Like, I need to find out what company she works for because they sound wonderful. The fact that they're like, you know what? We're going to pay for that. Sure. But get, like, then get a, go get a house. You <laughs> go
2: get better. And uh, you know, you uh, go get better at Dave's house. <laughs> yes. So Bring, does this mean? She's going to be here till March. I don't know, man. <laughs>
4: I need to talk to her company about some compensation. That's what well, I'm mean. I, I feel like I need to talk to her manager. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Dave. It's just so sick, sick Audrey on him.
0: You said something, correct? You've, you've. Talk to your wife situation. about this. You've he is now had a conversation. This is,
4: this, this this is, is my passive aggr-
2: aggressive way of doing that. this. His wife's not listening. This well, early. She, she was listening the other day when I talked to <laughs> her. Oh no, she's like, "Oh, you let me explain to you why my mom's coming back in a couple of days over text message during the show." Well, I, like, I just uh,
3: I, no. I, I I will say this, uh, <laughs> Dave. Um, I just hope that uh, you know with her coming back, uh, I hope she's able to get better. You Thank know, you. take Thanks. all the time that you need because your health yeah. is the number one priority. It's the only thing we got. So, take as much time as you can. Don't either. you have a
2: little extra room over at your place, Mahoney?
3: Nope, those rooms
2: are all full, okay. Dave. Okay.
1: This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. The strangest, dumbest, 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 and funniest audio from the depths of the World Wide Web. This, 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 this is the Internet is Undefeated on Dave and Mahoney.
2: You know, Chris, for The Internet is Undefeated, I love when you go back and you find these vintage news clips because, you know, we all think about today's problems and only today's problems. The news cycle moves fast. We forget about things that
4: seem dramatic to us. The world
3: has been ending since the dawn of time.
4: I don't find those clips, Dave. (laughs) You don't? They find me. Uh,
2: the algorithm is treating you right. Yeah. So, I love the, uh, the old school news clips or advertisements where people are just befuddled at something that is happening that now today we find to be perfectly normal. In fact, if they didn't do it, it would be stunning. And in this clip, it's a vintage news clip from 1993 where Burger King becomes the very first fast food restaurant to take. Credit card
1: payments. (laughs) Cash or credit? What? The home of the Whopper is offering cash or credit. I think it's pretty bad if you have to use a credit card when you go to a fast food restaurant for something as little as $3.10. Burger King bosses say workers won't have to figure out how much change the customer gets
2: back.
4: I just hope it doesn't slow things down at the cash cash and carry that people are going to be having to call New York and get get the confirmation or, you know, whatever it is, because when I want a Whopper, I want it now.
1: I can't imagine it working on a day-to-day basis here. So far, the smallest credit has been for $2.50, the largest just over 10
3: You were spending $10 at Burger King back in
1: 1993.
2: You were You were putting in work, Paul.
4: Dude. Uh, I like that
2: they're like, you're going to have to call New York to get the authorization. You're like, that's not how credit cards work. I remember distinctly being at McDonald's with my dad in the 90s, and it was totally normal. Every time that he would go to McDonald's. You'd write a check.
4: Oh my God, that was the longest process. process. A check. Remember when they'd put them in the little slider machine? Yeah, dude, at the grocery store. Uh. The check
2: people at the grocery store and they wouldn't
4: pre
3: uh, stamp their check. Uh huh. And you would get so mad at them for holding
4: everybody else up. But uh, by the way, a Whopper in 1993 was 90 cents. So somebody went in there and got 10 Whoppers Whoppers. and was like, take my credit card. (laughs) I'm going to need a credit card for this purchase.
2: So, Audrey, I don't know if you've ever done this before or had any friends that have done this, but I guess this is a new, fairly new viral trend that happens every holiday season where girls will call their fathers to tell them that they just accidentally put diesel fuel into the car. Oh, yeah, I'm And then this. films their reaction.
0: Hi, Daddy. I went to the gas station, and the only one that was, like, available was the green one. Oh, my
2: God. You did not put diesel in your car. Is that what the green means? Yeah, that's what the green is. Dad, my car's making really weird noises. I've I taught you better than this. You think you're going to have to get your car to a dealership and get it pumped out immediately. Huh. So I should go right now?
1: Is my car going to break all uh, the way there?
2: I don't know what to tell you.
0: Dad, how was I supposed to know it's diesel? It doesn't say it. it just, I thought it was a Christmas thing because it's green and red. <laughs>
2: What oh, a good prank excellent
3: <laughs> almost as good as the uh going into AutoZone to buy the uh blinker, blinker fluid classic blinker yeah,
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> i like the dad that just straight up drops
2: i raised you better than this but that's
3: <laughs> the yin uh, that, that is the the uh, the ying to that yang cuz it's always the dad on the daughter sending their kids in to buy the blinker fluid got so you I back i love back.
2: this uh, so this next one is interesting. I didn't know that uh, musician Jack White, famously from The White Stripes, The Rock and Tours, he has a unique skill that he has the ability to name any Beatles song from just one second of the tune. Really? Yeah. Okay.
4: Boys. Lady Madonna. Birkins sing. Julia. Uh, roll over Beethoven. I'm looking through you. Eight days a week. It won't be long. From me to you. Um, it's getting better. Oh, let's get back. Back in the USSR. No, dear Prudence. That's pretty good, man. That's I mean, pretty that good. Is. He
0: is... Incredibly intelligent, and that does not shock me. I mean, he is an actual audiophile. His like, he is a living, breathing, dying. I feel like uh, encyclopedia of knowledge. Whenever it comes, yeah, man, to he's a rock
3: and roller, man. Art. He is one of those. He is one of. The, he was
4: one of the last ones. I could yeah. probably do that with Nirvana songs. No, you could not. Oh, I absolutely—they all sound the same. It's just going to be feedback. You want to challenge me on this? Yes, one? I do. Okay. As all a matter right. of fact, we'll put this on the on the on the books. Okay. Now, Chris, <laughs> I'm going to need you to go you. in and pull all the rip <laughs> a socks for me. <laughs> all
2: right. Finally, uh, the last one here, and these never get old of me. People coming out of some sort of surgery that are on anesthesia. Oh, in this no. case, Luke this is
0: Mahoney's nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> this
2: is mean. Videos of people coming out of anesthesia after getting their wisdom teeth taken out. In this case, uh, <laughs> Audrey you found this one. It's it's a young man's reaction to finding out that he has a family.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No way. Remember, mom and dad bought it for you. I have a bomb. Oh my god. Do you know who I am? Yeah. Who am I?
4: I'm your dad. Really? Oh my god. i <laughs> well, You have two sisters too. Oh my. <laughs> oh
2: my-
3: And you have a dog. He's a big dog. Oh my
1: god, I love big dogs. Do you remember his name? What's his name? His name is Bane. Oh my god, just like Batman.
2: (laughs) Oh, dude, dude,
3: they should not record
1: somebody. Oh, that is fantastic. No, yes, Bane. This is Dave and Mahoney.
2: Man, nothing makes sense. You'd know, you think around this holiday season that gas prices would be going nuts because gas prices have been going nuts forever and now there's all that stuff that's going on in the Middle East and generally, whether it's true or not, anytime there's some sort of conflict going on in the Middle East, which is always, they go, well, that's the reason why gas prices are going Uh up. Or maybe it's a war with Russia and Ukraine, whatever it is. But there's all the wars going on. It's the holiday season. Why have gas prices dropped for 60 straight
3: days? I'm not mad at it. They need to drop some more, you know. All I continue to see is all these damn gas companies posting record ass. Uh, profits, oh, yeah. And you're like, did the cost of business go up or did you just get greedy and want to make more money?
0: So yes. last night, I actually, this is a, a, a sidebar real quick here. Last night, I was watching The Walking Dead, episode one, season one. Okay. I started it for the very first time. Never just seen it. Okay. Um, but in that episode, they show a gas station, a glimpse of it. Now, I don't know whenever that show started, but we'll say probably 15 years ago or so. Like it was, like, we'll it was
3: two, I think it was 2011
2: that it came out.
0: Okay. Sure. Diesel gas was
2: two ninety nine. Yeah. Like, it no, just
0: popped up. I was like, what?
2: Nothing Nothing dates me more as a human being than telling people that I remember that w- when gas was less than a dollar a gallon. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, I, my the, gosh. I remember paying 69 cents a gallon. Yeah. Granted, it wasn't for a long period of time, but that time- I remember the exact gas station that I went to when I got 74 cents per gallon. Right. It was the lowest I ever got. But I remember that exact moment pulling in and going, I can't believe this. But the fact that, like I say that, it makes me sound ancient. I remember I was mad
3: when it was over $2. I I remember
2: it passed $2. I'm never driving anywhere ever again.
3: Well, Mm
0: -hmm. I started driving in 2009. So I have never known cheap gas. (laughs) I have never known cheap gas as a driver.
2: But in 14 states, averages have dropped below $3 a gallon. Again, none of this makes sense. I don't understand how the global economics of any of this crap works. I'm just glad that gas, at least for the time being, Keep it is going. a little bit cheaper. Keep it going.
1: Dave. Dave and, and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the beep. Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Please leave a message after the tone.
2: Hey guys, so I went to Colorado for Thanksgiving and on Sunday after Thanksgiving, I took a friend to the Bronco game and I thought I would be generous and buy a few drinks and uh, I think I got a little carried away. I had no idea this would happen, but on about eight minutes left in the game, she vomited all over herself in the stadium and had to get her out of there and get her cleaned up, but the Broncos did win, so go Broncos.
1: Message deleted. (sighs) <sighs> is it a win <laughs>
2: yeah. if somebody vomits all over
3: themselves
1: yeah, you no.
2: gotta clean it up if you have to clean it up no if you can just tell them to go to the bathroom and take care yeah. of it like they're responsible enough to handle that after barfing on themselves this
3: dude's rich you know he's rich why do he you say he's rich because if you can buy somebody enough alcohol at a football <laughs> game for them
4: to vomit yeah. you have spent <laughs> You've be rich. many yeah. hundreds of dollars or he's oh.
0: just trying to date this friend
4: maybe it was the altitude
0: that too. That is
4: true. Does, yeah. the, does altitude make you vomit? Oh, yeah. no, does that yeah, well, I mean your blood it's it's the less like oxygen? The so thing.
2: yeah. I you didn't get drunk know quicker. this.
0: That altitude also affects your gassiness.
2: Oh, I did know that. And you know why? Because I've been to Breckenridge before, and if you've ever been in a ski lodge with like 90% dudes, uh. oh I Jeff, like what is happening. Like no wonder there's no women in here. You gassy bastards. Listen,
0: I accidentally <laughs> farted myself awake on a ski trip. <laughs> on, on a ski trip, you woke yourself up with my uh, my now fiance. But, but you an old was, dog. Is that what you I was are? So mortified. I was Did like, you wake Why him up too? am I so gassy? I think he he was playing dead. Like, or but, maybe he was. But we were sharing a room with a this other couple that we had never met before. And oh, I'm just sitting no. here just like farting myself awake in, isn't in the,
2: Utah. Isn't that the worst when you fart yourself awake? And oh my
0: like, God. I was so embarrassed. You're like
2: that wasn't me, was it? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. That was the dream.
0: For days.
1: Yeah. Hi. You mentioned the other day that vegan food is so much more expensive than other food. Audrey especially pointed out uh, how much more expensive vegan cheese is than regular cheese. Well, I just wanted to ask if you know why it's so much more expensive. That's rhetorical because the answer is they do not want us to be healthy in this country. It's so much more profitable for big pharma if we're not healthy. So they try to, to discourage it in any way they can. And higher prices is the most effective way. Well, that's part of the
3: reason, but prices will also come down. I'll tell you this. As somebody... Who I I went vegan for not vegan but I went vegetarian for what a year. Or so, just in, in just Ovo just lacto vegetarian. you so many lentils, <laughs> eggs, and
2: uh, lentils. You know.
0: Man, I was like wondering <laughs> why love, so many lentils.
2: Well, where, well, lentils even, are basically chili. But where that's do you thing. Even get lentils from? Who goes lentils? Costco, shopping? business, Costco, <laughs> Costco. The you
3: know, just it's it's a it's a niche market, so they're not being able to mass produce it. But you are right in the regards that you know the government does not uh, give does massive it? subsidies to fruits and vegetables like they do. I don't know corn. Yeah. yeah. You know, which corn is literally in everything. You look at how soda is made everywhere else in the world, and it's just sugar. But here in America, it's it corn is corn syrup. Corn syrup, mm-hmm. corn syrup so, is in
4: mm, everything. So you know what's delicious. so wild
0: is that, like, Big Pharma and, you know, the, the food and, like, beverage and FDA, they don't have to really try too hard because- I would much rather eat a bag of potato chips than, like, celery. Just make celery normal. Like, yeah, just, I mean, like, stop charging expensive for healthy food because I'm probably going to pick a potato chip over a p- celery stick. You're
2: right. I mean, I do the same thing where I'm like, I think the government should subsidize healthy food, and then they they could, and then I'd still be like, yeah. but what about them Pringles? Yeah, Pringles is what you go for, huh? I love Pringles. Interesting. Because hmm. there's nothing better than at the end when you get to the can— and you can't fit your hand down anymore, but and there's you just, still, but well, there's still yourself. plenty in there. And just like pitch <laughs> in the face. That's you're, your number uh, one chip. Yeah. Uh,
0: I don't hmm. feel like you're a good snack guy, Dave. Like you. What in pr- the hell did you just say to me, Moni, Do you feel like this too? Every time he says the snacks that he chooses, I'm like, what? what What's do you wrong mean? with Pringles? You eat well, cottage
3: cheese and what are those Triscuits? Oh yeah, Triscuits. And
4: juice? Pringles. Do that's you just sauce. do
0: regular Pringles?
4: Yeah, I would, dude. you eat like a 48-year-old divorced woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working <Hey>. on it. <laughs> what do you think, hey, Audrey, What do you think about Don't you kettle cooked
3: Jalabeno jalapeno chips? Oh,
0: yeah. oh, can yeah. I tell you what I was doing yesterday? Shut oh my up. God, I'm so trashy. I was just knuckle deep in that tostita the, the, the yellow conquesco, the, oh, yeah. the, the yellow nacho cheese dip from that's from the jar yeah. and the jalapeno kettle cooked chips. Oh. Dude, let me put you on. Let me put you on. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. I mean, so no good.
2: wonder you're farting yourself awake. <laughs> hey, Dave, Mahoney, and Audrey. Hey, we were out at the uh, restaurant, bar, club last weekend doing a little uh, drinking, a little dancing. And as I was told on the way home, kind of this uh, one creepy guy waited until I went to the men's room to uh, ask my wife to dance. And I don't blame him. You know, she's a good-looking lady, and uh, she knows how to dance. But uh, isn't that kind of breaking guy code to uh, wait till I go to the restroom
4: to uh, ask my wife to dance?
2: And uh, if so, do I need to challenge him to a duel in the Mm -hmm. parking lot this Mm -hmm. weekend when we go back? Like, uh, you know,
3: Aaron Burr. Kind of deal. Didn't Aaron Burr shot, though? I thought yeah, it wasn't Andrew so Jackson so that killed Aaron Let's Merge not her. get
2: caught up in the details. The point is, that man knew how to challenge somebody to a duel. I need you to go in there with a fully rolled-up mustache on either side <laughs> and say, put up your dukes. No, they, they gotta have had a it.
4: dance-off, man, like a Footloose <laughs> moment. <laughs> <Don't> oh, dance-off. No one asked.
2: Hamilton, that's
3: that's what it was. Where ah. are
0: you going to where like, people are getting asked to dance these He's days? You said a
3: dinner, a, 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 you know, a, a restaurant-slash-club-slash-bar. It sounds know like too classy of a place to be
0: like clubs and no one
3: is
0: dancing. Yeah. Like, that's just such an it's interesting thing. probably a country
3: thing. place, though. Oh, it. getting all they're, they're, I feel it. like that's where the, you know, if you're either younger at a club club, not like a restaurant club dancing. And even then, that's not dancing. You're just all really close, sweating on each other. Uh, and then the real dancing, it's taking place at, like, country western bars. Yeah, where you're dancing. line dancing. Where you're line dancing. That's if it worst. was line dancing, I don't know if it's necessarily hey, as egregious as, like, club dancing. I'd agree there. Yeah, I don't know, dancing. man. You see some of gonna... line
2: dancing where they're like flinging the girls all over the place? I'm like, I'd and also, how do y'all, all of y'all know how to do everything simultaneously? Do like, they have classes Do y'all Dude, get together no, and plan it ahead hand... of time?
4: and remember every step and move. I don't understand. It's because there's
3: classes, man. And also, they learned it in fourth grade. Remember when we all learned how to square side dance cross, in fourth grade? Yeah.
0: Back, back, back I toe for toe, back toe. If you that if, kick. if you are going to
3: approach another ready. couple to ask them to dance, you like you know like were you wearing a pineapple shirt? Did you <laughs> yeah. did, were you like maybe giving off like had like the ankle bracelet? Were you giving off the swinger vibes?
2: <laughs> Is an dance. ankle bracelet swinger vibes?
3: Yeah. Oh. yeah. On,
2: on on the guy. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's do a little live case study here. Is there any guys out there that are listening somewhere in this great world of ours that are into the things that women are into, specifically when it comes to things like pimples and we were just talking about this in studio, Mahoney's earwax? Like, Audrey wants Mahoney to drain all of this excessive wax out film of his it. ear. Film it. Film it and then put it on social media. Show me. And... It would actually probably be a big hit because. Get out of there. Didn't Dr. Pimple Popper like get her own show on oh, yeah. TV yeah, or like that? TLC? Yeah. TLC. TLC, that's what it was. Yeah. She's yeah. huge.
3: Yeah. Like, has her own, like, I mean, it started with weird videos of just ingrown hairs and pimples and Have you ever had popping. a girlfriend
2: that wants to, like, pop the pimples on your back or something like that? I don't, luckily, get pimples on my back. Well, not so. now, but you did back in the day, right? Yeah, you, but I, you I the think the back of I what feel you like this is a
3: new phenomenon. I think the internet introduced us to uh, this weird kink. That some uh, some some people have is it, would you consider it a kink? I think so. I think the like I don't get
0: the, turned on by it, I, so you, you, no. You
3: talk like you're but turned you get on, but you pleasure it. from it, so that's that's kink.
0: I don't Foot get a like turned no, on by it. Kink- I'm just like I, it's it's something that's like a fixer thing. It's like get it out of there. It doesn't belong there. Get it
2: out. But so you've gone from what what was the the progression here? Because you started with the pimples.
0: So really what it started with is my mom was an esthetician whenever I was growing up. And my mom has always had a, a like a, a thing for, you know, pimple videos and all of that. And she would, you know, have us watch them all. And I think that through that, I always have kind of been like, she's right. That doesn't belong there. Get it out, get it out. And honestly, <sighs> as I've progressed through my life, um, I just think the more foul, the, the more foul, the better. But you're saying <laughs> so you move out, from
3: pimples to what are you watching oh on your TikTok Oh my god! Feed I've now? watched like
0: tooth abscesses. Oh. I've watched like whenever the dentists and uh, the 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 the, um, the techs or whatever they're called, they're they're removing all of that plaque. I oh. love just watching it get it all out of their teeth. I, um, like uh, toenail and grow toenails. So here's something <laughs>
3: because you Consul know stones. I, all the dentists that oh. I've been to over the years have, I mean, like beautiful. <laughs> Dental hygienists yes. and dental assistants who who are there, but I could never date. I don't care how beautiful you are. I couldn't date somebody who's okay with seeing all the nasty stuff in people's mouths. There's nothing that grosses me out more as an adult than shows- other people's mouth. Like thinking of making out with like a stranger because like that was a common occurrence when we were drunk in the club when we were when we were young. Sure. Yeah. Thinking about doing, like, yeah, your no. mouth touching another person's, like, stranger's mouth. Like, now you can't like, date somebody,
2: because, uh, you, like you said, a lot of dental hygienists are, are gorgeous. But, like, you go to a dental hygienist, and she's gorgeous. Like, you have no shot with her if she's scraping plaque out by the... F- the, the knife full, right? See,
0: that's so funny that you think that because I view her as a visionary. Mm. She has a vision. She she's has something that she's perfect. trying to perfect yeah. something that is rough. She's turning coal into a diamond. Mm. <laughs> she oh. has the ability to literally scrape your teeth into a beautiful set of teeth again.
2: You hear that, fellas? If you've got some gnarly ingrown toenails, please send them <laughs> to Audrey on <laughs> social
1: media, oh. media. Dave. Dave at Mahoney You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's It's Cover Your Your Ears, Ears. a Dave and Mahoney.
2: All right, Jay is with us today for a round of Cover Your Ears. We have got a total of five. You got two lifelines, 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. And we do have uh, quite the variety today as far as popularity. The least popular one, 101 views. We also Mm -hmm. have another one that has. 23 million views Wow So So kind of all over the place Quite the
3: gambit there Let the uh,
2: I know Let the full 30 seconds play out Before you make your guess The first one here Has 102,000 views And if the voice sounds familiar On this cover It's because It's Dave Grohl
3: Her name was Lola She was a show
2: We'll stop it right there, Jay. Do you know that one?
4: I do. I, I've never actually heard that song played on your station, but uh, I believe that's Barry Manilow with Copacabana. Cabana." Yes, sir. Sometimes we just be playing stuff. I would a hundred percent
3: go see a Dave Grohl lounge act. Oh, yeah. I feel like he—he he was. <laughs> I, uh, I when I saw that online, I was enthralled. Did you find that one? I did. Did you really? And, and that's I love me some Dave Grohl, and uh, he was having so much fun. That's the thing. I, like he was really—he wasn't just like half assing it. He was—he was, he was full assing. That
2: <laughs> was he dancing? Oh yeah, getting those hips and moving. He The, the, was? the suit on. Oh, yeah. oh, he okay. looked great. All right, here for that. Oh, good for him. Okay, here we go on to the uh, to the next one. This one, 23 million views. <laughs> Stop it right there! I get it. Why it's got that many views? Very well done. The Rolling Stones, "Give Me Shelter." That is correct,
4: sir.
0: Who was that, Chris?
4: Uh, So there, there was like 10, 12 musicians from around the world all playing at the same time on Zoom. Oh. Yeah, it was God! It. Was Jennifer Hudson part of that? Uh, no, she was not. Oh,
0: oh it yeah, sounded like a, like a little doppelganger version. Great. That was great. I loved that.
2: Two for two. You're doing great, Jay. Here we go on to the third one. No lifelines burnt yet. This is from Metal Man, 8713. 1,400 <laughs> views on this one. You're
3: making spite on the hill.
2: That just really screams to me. Having a band is important. Yeah. It really <laughs> is. It really <laughs> matters. <Yes. laughs> uh, Jay, over to you. Do you know that one? Uh, it's Metallica. For whom the bell tolls. Doing great, brother. For whom the three for three. Lifeline still intact. You're looking good. Here we go. On a number four. Sixty-three thousand views on this. When you get this right, you win. Those of you that don't know, my middle name is McGregor. I am Scottish. I am a sucker for a bagpipe, and that is from Allie the Piper. She's, Sixty-three thousand views. She's hot. Is she really a hot girl with oh, bagpipes? God. Yeah, yeah. kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be very annoying. Very quick. Yeah, maybe. But for right now, just let but me. For, hear okay, this. I'm don't so sorry, it. Dave. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so hot, so, so hot. Don't hot, don't ruin hot. It.
4: <laughs> Jay for the wind. Do ah. you know it? If I, you know, I'm gonna need help. But if I had to guess, that's uh, Mega Man from Nintendo.
1: No, oh. I, no, go no. On kind of close. <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Mahoney, you want to go? I do know this one. Play just uh, just play like the uh, last like five seconds, because <laughs>
0: That
3: is Crazy Train
2: by Ozzy. Oh, okay. there it is. <laughs> That's what makes this
1: game fun. That was good. This is David Mahoney.
2: So there seems to be this conundrum for a bunch of economic experts that go, hang on a second, so the economy is having its fair share of troubles, but at the same time, there's all of these record reports for spending. Why exactly could that be? And then they started to dig into it a little bit more, and they think it's something called, and I'd never heard of this before, doom spending. So it's like doom scrolling, except for instead of scrolling, we're we're just on Amazon spending. I might be targeted on this. Go on, Dave. So, yeah. So consumer spending is resilient despite economic concerns. 96% of Americans say they have worried about the economy in the past sure. couple of years, which is not a, a shock, right? We've seen inflation. We've seen housing COVID, prices, all this. COVID, it's been
3: crazy, year. unprecedented amount of crazy stuff
2: has happened over the last five years but yet at the same time a record-breaking 200 million shoppers during black friday to cyber monday broke holiday records spending almost a trillion dollars 966.6 billion dollars despite inflation and they're going okay well so so who's doing this and when you think about like doom spending who do you think would be most susceptible you'd probably think Okay, like the people who maybe don't have that much longer left, they're like, whatever, I'm not going to sit here and sit on a, a goose egg or whatever. If no. I, nah, man, I'm, I'm 42. I'm, I'm living my best life. I ain't taking this with me.
0: No, I would think that people who, I mean, I would say younger than 55 are the ones who are going to be probably spending the most uh, I, because the pandemic gave everybody a sense of like 100% YOLO. I, I think
3: millennials yeah. for sure. We're just like, at this point, they're like, you know what?
0: My house, everything
3: everything sucks i'm, I'm just going to yeah. spend all my money we were, i was talking i was literally talking to our boss and our production director yesterday and i made the comment you know we were talking about somebody who you know saves a lot of their money and you know is you know they 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 don't want to outlive their money and i'm like i'm never going to have that problem of outliving my money yeah. and not because i have a whole lot of money we just know i'm not going to be 92 years old
2: I mean, fair, right? I mean, fair. yeah. Fair. I think that's a fair, you, accurate you, assessment. Uh, they're saying that the uh, that the younger generations are actually the ones that are most susceptible. Gen Z and millennials are susceptible to the spending mindset. 73% of Gen Z prioritize living in the moment over cutting expenses. Right.
0: Well, but you know what's interesting about Gen Z, though, is that whenever we're talking about their spending, who isn't trying to—they're not adding to the trillion-dollar spending really by much because everything that they're buying— it's probably cheaper. They're just spending it, like, on booze and thrifting what clothes. Young
3: people spend their money on. the What we spent our money on when we were young, what our parents spent their money on. Like, how many fiscally responsible teenagers and people in their early, early 20s did any of us know? I knew one guy. I mean, dude, one. We're, we're in our 40s now. How
2: many, like, really very responsible people do we know? No,
3: I got to keep working just so I can... I'm just trying to keep up. Yeah, it's <laughs> the same
2: thing. It's the same reason, like, uh, people work out not because they want to be healthier. They just want to eat. Yeah, that's exactly that's, right. And, uh, you know, if, if if you feel like you're in the camp of the doom spenders, it's not just the younger generations. They also said some of the older generations are doing it as well. So it's kind of just everyone just going, you know what? You're right. YOLO. Yolo.
0: I think that the doom spending could also... Also be a dopamine hit because you're just like, ugh, existential dread. And let me just go on Amazon.
1: <laughs> yep. Dave, Dave, and, and Mahoney. <laughs> leave a message for the Dave and Mahoney Show anytime by calling 833 Yo Dummy. That's 833 963 8669. Please leave a message after the tone. I call BS on Mahoney's fast food obsession. He's fooling us with his tails. This man is at home eating chomp sticks. Message deleted. First off,
3: I do love some chomps, which are basically the healthier version of Slim
2: Jims. So
0: I Which have are those. delicious. I yeah. have those at the house right now, and they just taste like fat. Like grease.
2: Well, Like different I mean, kind of grease. I like them.
0: They create like this film on your mouth.
3: Mm. Mm. You know, I mean, if you look at the ingredients, it's beef and salt, you <laughs> know. So it's as far as that goes. Pretty healthy, but don't. Come here trying to pull my fast food credentials card. Sir, I had two fast food
2: meals yesterday.
0: Mahoney, you're going in for a physical. I had
2: canes. I was so curious because yesterday somebody had brought up Lasagna, Right. And
4: you were... Did you yesterday. not
3: get lasagna? I did not get lasagna. Man,
2: I got to give me some
4: lasagna. You guess what I got? You went and got lasagna? I got frozen lasagna and had it for dinner last night. Frozen so first? lasagna. So, so, first? so no, you had some time to work was, up to it. It was this hippie, Ooty's, gluten-free lasagna from Target. It was terrible.
2: Oh, that's... How do you screw up lasagna? But because Mahoney wouldn't shut you know? up
4: about it, I... Like I was feeding for it I'm like man I gotta have lasagna Costco's got I good did,
2: lasagnas I did 100% <laughs> did look I
3: planned on getting lasagna
0: Costco's got good lasagnas
3: They do I And I have one frozen But I also didn't want to like Wait Go through I was hungry then Yeah Did I, you take it out? No No
0: So you're not gonna even have lasagna today?
2: No Okay so lasagna's off the table You go Cane's And then what was the second fast food meal? We, we, we went you back You
0: did not You did not go to Carl's Jr. I, again I, I, Dang, I hungry, went to Carl's hilarious. Jr. You're hilarious And I will
2: tell you People are sleeping on Carl's Jr.
3: That one is the business.
0: I love this for you. You're, you are you are going to single-handedly be that business's only customer. But let me <laughs> tell you this.
3: The one weird thing about this particular Carl's Jr. near my house, the drive-through speaker thing yeah. is all AI. So it's AI. Yeah,
4: a lot of them are like that now. That
3: are answering Fine. your, you know, or taking your order. Fine. But it's just weird. It's I mean, well, first off, it takes... Longer, because I know what my order is exactly. I'm like number two. No, no lettuce or tomato. Large Coke
1: oh and a three piece tender. We're There's, gonna start having people <laughs> with ranch. We're
0: gonna start having people over there going up to the to the, to the window, going, "Person, customer service, give me a person,
4: customer like that. service rep." He doesn't zero, like it zero, there's zero. no shock now because yeah. they used to have a human gasp when he put no, his there, order in. No, there's no gasp. That's <laughs> a very normal order. What are you
3: talking about? Uh-huh. But the the fact that it takes it 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 is just weird to me that you're not directly interacting with a human
4: mm-hmm.
3: on that order. Mm. I didn't love that. So don't how dare those callers. Come here and try to uh exactly.
0: So Carl's Jr is anti people
3: But, man, they 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 make some real
2: good chicken tenders. They hate Americans. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first.
3: Please leave
1: a message after the
2: tone.
1: Hey, David Mahoney and Audrey. Merry Christmas and all that uh, crap. (laughs) Anyway, just wanted to spread a little cheer around, let you know we love you guys. You're doing a great job. Thanks. Message deleted. Well,
2: we love you, too, and happy holidays to all those that celebrate. Hope you have a great holiday season. And uh you know it's just I feel I feel the warmth this time of year.
0: We were talking yesterday about how there was this nice little Christmas tree ambiance in the studio somebody in uh the, on the like the, in the building came and decorated the studio beautifully and now I think it's been overdone y'all like I think it it looks a little much.
2: <laughs> this is too much Christmas for you? Don't you uh, feel I like uh, I mean we we're currently
0: yeah. wrapped in Lights, wrapping paper. Pencil
2: wrapping paper.
3: I think this is I love it. You got gingerbread men hanging from the ceiling. Mm-mm. This is my—I love Christmas. Like there was an episode of a show called "Just Shoot Me" on NBC. <laughs> okay. I remember that. Yeah, uh, many, many, many years ago—two like thousand
2: two. Ago. Like what? Are it was you a long time ago. It
3: Was David Spade <laughs> yeah. and was the was was the kind of the lead on there? But it was an ensemble cast, and there was an episode where one of the girls goes on a date with Ray Liotta. And she goes to Ray Liotta's house. It's around Christmas time, and he has an entire
2: room decorated with Christmas stuff.
0: Uh huh. And by then, the way,
2: uh, two thousand two would have been towards the end of the run of "Just mm-hmm. Shoot Me." That was ninety seven to two thousand three. Wow. But at the so she's she and she loves this. She's like, "How festive is Ray Liotta?" This is amazing. She kind of like falls for
3: Ray Liotta a little bit, and then like they she goes back to his house. He goes out of town for a movie shoot. She goes back like three months later in March, and the. Uh, Christmas room is still, still there, there yeah. and then she finds out that he has a deep, dark obsession with Christmas, and it creeps around out. And she leaves
2: him. Wow, so great! Thank you so much for that synopsis of a but "Just Shoot Me" episode from 22, from 22 20 years I ago. I want <laughs> to have a year round.
3: Christmas I want to have a room? year. I want to have a year round Christmas room in my house, dude. You it are already a
0: magic.
2: borderline serial killer. Let's dude, just not. But
0: the, there's something it's like, come so here, baby, special to my
4: Christmas room, Audrey. A baby. Yeah. It's, Listen to Jingle It's bells. it's
3: nighttime. You're watching TV. You got like like you got the fireplace on, and the only light in the room is being illuminated by a Christmas tree. Yes, you're it, not telling me that's magical. It's magical this time of year. It could be magical all well, year round, Dave. Just get some bistro lights, like the rest of us. Please leave a message after
1: the show. Hey guys, the best way to hide a double chin? Growing off some beard. Talk to you Message deleted. Uh, already
2: did that. Can't do it. Already, already did that. Can't, I
0: can't do
1: that. Can't
2: grow a beard. Yeah. So me and Audrey and
4: Chris are the same. <laughs> yeah, luckily, I just got one chin over here, so... Wow. Feeling pretty good about that. Okay, yeah.
0: gluten-free wow. lasagna.
4: Yeah. How's your life going, you loser?
1: Be on the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833 dummy. Leave a message. This is Dave and Mahoney. Well, since we are now
2: officially into December, I was thinking about... How the lives of my kids are different from my life growing up, as you would expect that they would be. You know, there's a pretty, there's a generational gap there. But I th- was thinking about it specifically because when December starts, there's a thing now called Elf on the Shelf. And it's been a thing for the last, I don't know, five, ten, however long. Ten, fifteen years. Whatever. It's been, sure. been around for a while now. But every single night, the elf shows up and has done some mischievous thing around the house. What kind of elf is it? Are we talking Lord of the Rings style elf, like Legolas? No man. Does he show up? No, look with that
3: blonde ass. He's to send his helpers. He's,
2: he's a little. He's a little elf. But I've uh, seen Legolas. Legolas.
0: No, you haven't. We, uh, he we, was
2: on. He was on a paddleboard with Katy Perry. Oh, you're talking about Orlando when he was blooming. <laughs> I've seen that, too. No, not that kind of elf. Okay. That's not appropriate. Santa's. Do, do not want him showing up every right. night. Uh, no, the, uh, the the elf on the shelf shows up every night, and there's some sort of mischievous thing, but obviously, you know, one of Santa's elves, so he's keeping an eye on the kids. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we didn't have this when I was a kid. All we had was one of those. Did you have the the rings made out of paper that no. you would just, like, take one off of? Was that like a... Yeah, I don't remember Oh, doing wait, that. or did you yeah. put it?
3: Did you, like... Like tape it or you'd like tape it or glue, it, like tape on it, or glue and it, it on, made, on. Like a it made like
2: a giant thing that you would hang from the ceiling, yeah, and then you would take did. like one ring off every day. Yeah, as really. you got closer to Christmas, I it, was like put one on. no, it was like a little countdown. No, it's the other way around. Mm. You would take it off, I think, and then at the end, you would get there. Or the little They used to be like little barns or mangers or something like that, and every day you'd like open it, there'd be like a, a piece of chocolate door, in there, or yeah. something yeah. like that. At least yeah. they'll do that. It's an
0: ma- advent calendar, in
3: manger form. Yeah, I have right. one. Yeah, I, I don't want myrrh because I don't know what that
2: is. What sounds delicious. Mur?
3: I don't think. Do you eat myrrh? I think. I don't think so. Don't myrrh think
0: sounds like myrrh. I don't
2: even know what frankincense is. Come on,
0: frankincense is th- these. These are all spices.
2: Hmm. You can eat them then. So, Audrey, you're talking about how your soon-to-be stepdaughter, who is 11 years old, is that right? Yes. Um, was asking for a cell phone mm-hmm. for. Is it even for Christmas?
0: No, she lost her cell phone. She accidentally dropped it in the toilet and flushed it and it well not really flushed it but when you drop phone in to the toilet it's done like yeah. the phone's gone for mm-hmm. forever and uh, no she's not necessarily asking one for the holidays but she is you know pining for one hopefully sooner rather than later and totally duped us in the process
2: but that's what I mean is that the like my seven year old is hustling me for like Apple technology well for Christmas, Because and I'm like, she's been what? Yeah. using a tablet since she was three. I know, but like I didn't have the gall to ask for a $1,400 iPhone She'd when see, I was seven. No. That's what
0: we're t- currently teaching Harley. Is She didn't know how much it was. And she goes, well, that's not a lot of money when we told her how much a phone was. Kids just don't have any understanding of what that is. So it's also like a learnable teaching moment there. Yeah, she doesn't no. know what an iPad costs. She's got four of them.
2: It just seems pretty wild to me that, you know, we as a family of six kids Mm -hmm. finally got a Nintendo because my uncle sent it to us and it was one Nintendo for everyone to share. Now everyone just wants. Their own iPhone when they're four. My uh, technology is one c-
4: behind. Like, when everybody was getting Super Nintendo, we were just getting the Nintendo. Yeah. And I was getting bullied at school over it, you know? Yep. It was traumatizing. Yeah.
0: What, is, uh, what is your oldest asking for? What Apple products? Is she asking for a phone?
2: She, are, she already has a tablet, and so okay. she, she wants a phone, and I'm saying, no. She's too young for a phone. You're seven.
0: Yeah. You don't right? need a phone.
2: She's no too chance. young for a no phone. No chance. Yeah. Your friends have phones? No, most of her friends, a couple of them at school, but not like her good friends have mm-hmm. phones yet, so,
4: yeah, You want to play a good joke on her, just give her like an apple. Like a real apple. Oh, yeah, that would go <laughs> great, Chris. That's a fantastic idea. Yeah. yeah.
1: So,
0: are you saying that you feel like you're like, what are, like, are you nervous about the fact that she's asking for all of these products? Or are you just thinking that it's interesting that she's got uh, enough courage to ask for them No, the, it ju- ju- just, it's,
2: it dawned on me how much times have changed. Because even back in the day when we were a kid, unless we actually walked physically through a store, you sort of knew what you want. Now my kids will just like pause Whatever YouTube episode they're watching, and they're like, "This is the one father right here. <laughs> this is the this is the toy right here that I want, and I want it in this color and this size."
1: Yeah,
4: oh I remember how we you're... used to have catalogs that we would look through, and then you remember would... that when yeah. you like
2: circle everything in the Sears catalog
4: uh, and then get none of it. why roll... was
0: the Delia's catalog. Yeah. We would
4: just roll into Toys
3: R Us, and that was like God, th- the, the most thing ever. magical day. Of a young you, boy's life Schwartz. You just got to
2: choose Whatever you wanted Yeah a couple oh. times he What does it like To be an only child yeah. It's great That sounds That's what great That's why I keep telling my wife Like she's she's like You know Would love to
3: have two kids And I'm like If we have kids I want one Because I'm an only child You're an only child Like we turned out Pretty awesome <laughs> Like you know I feel <laughs> like God. we have one they will be even more awesome <laughs> We turned
2: out pretty awesome Dave yeah, oh,
1: yeah. and Mahoney you're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. Glitz, Glitz glamour, 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 and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash By Dave and Mahoney.
2: So if you're a fan of Only Murders in the Building, or you think, hey, I'm just a fan of Martin Short and Steve Martin, but I haven't had a chance to watch Only Murders in the Building because it's been on Hulu.
0: Is it good? Yeah. Season 1 is great.
2: Yeah. Season 3 is great. Season 2, you can skip. Yeah, but it just got greenlit for season four, right? right? So there's going to be more on the way. Uh, but this is kind of a new trend that we're seeing. I mean, all of the money for our entire lives when it comes to programming, outside of movies, obviously, has been in television, right? right. And so, like, the, the networks are the ones that have all of the cash. If you can become a network star, you're a legitimate star in the United States of America. But now we're seeing it kind of the other way around, right? Where a lot of these streaming services are the ones that encounter the hits, and then they go, oh, okay, well, now let's put it on a TV. Like Yellowstone obviously blew up. Sure. And that wasn't just because of like when it first came on the air, it was sort of like in a bunch of different places, but streaming has really made that show one of the most popular shows of the last decade. And now we're seeing that go to to CBS even years after it originally aired on the streaming platforms. Now we're seeing Only Murders in the Building going to ABC. I mean, granted Hulu's owned by
3: ABC, Paramount is owned by CBS. CBS. Yeah. So there's the tie-in there, but the reason I think this is happening—I mean, yes, only Mur- murders is I believe the number one uh, original show on Hulu. Uh, but the more
0: Handmaid's Tale,
3: I believe so. Wow, uh, I, because I feel like even though Handmaid's Tale is great, I feel like it's a lot harder to watch. It's yeah. pretty
2: dark. Yeah, whereas it- like. Only, Only murders, murders is, is like their thirty minute episode. Even though think. you're
3: literally murdering, there's literally murders in the building. Yeah, uh, it's still somehow more family friendly. But the reason I think this is happening is just a result of the writer strike and the actor strike. I think that that, these, that they're desperate for new content. And maybe if you can find somebody who becomes an Only Murders fan, they be they by watching it on ABC, they, they'll subscribe to Hulu. So I, I'm not shocked that we're seeing a little bit of crossover. Because here's the thing, you know, in the music industry. You know, in radio, they play the hits. Yep. So, you know, that's what they're doing over at ABC and
2: CBS with Yellowstone. Audrey, I don't know if you're going to be able to believe this because I couldn't. It has been 20 years since A Simple Life with Paris Hilton and Nicole Ritchie.
0: The last writer
2: strike gave us that, if you, re- <laughs> if you
3: recall correctly. Survivor. And all of that, all those reality Big shows, was because it was the yet. last writer wow. strike.
0: Gosh, I mean, I get clips of that show all of the time, and one of the ones, actually, funny enough, was kind of like uh, Nicole Richie manifesting her current destiny, wherever she's now dating uh, one of the Madden brothers. But she's she was talking two, right? about, yeah, she was talking about how she—it's uh, Joel, right? One of them. But she was. Uh, Talking about how she's really into guys who look like they're dead. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's the Madden brothers? That kind of works out. Yeah, yeah, yeah like just a little up. corpsey. Hey, they have good skin. You know, they don't want to. You know, it's, they've got a complexion. No need to go out in the sun. But right? I love
0: them both. They have. They both have become, uh turned into beautiful women.
2: And they're saying that there's a possibility that they're going to do something fun for the 20th anniversary. Uh, if you recall, the uh, the Simple Life ran for five seasons from 2003 to 2007. So 20 year anniversary this year unbelievable. Uh Ronaldo is being sued for billions of dollars over Good. NFTs and yeah I mean anyone who's a part of these like NFT or crypto scams You know what? If you use your celebrity to try to fleece people, then screw you.
3: I mean, it's one thing with Matt Damon and the Crypto.com, Bitcoin and, you know, the crypto exchange, which I think is garbage for somebody of his caliber to be doing that. One of the reasons I'm kind of turned off by Matt Damon, but there's literally no redeeming qualities in NFTs. And we've seen that market completely crater after people just sinking, you know, and granted, that's on them. People have personal responsibility. But when you're out there... Like Ronaldo, when you got a billion dollars already and you're shilling for this, you know, literal snake oil. Yep.
2: I you know, uh, I'm not I'm not mad at this lawsuit. And finally, Sophia Vergara is playing a cocaine queen pin oh, yeah. in the new drama series on Netflix called Griselda. And I am here for man Did you say
3: queen pin? Yeah, like
2: a queen pin? No, I know. It's yeah. just interesting. I've never heard that that phrase. But a okay. cocaine queen pin yeah. kind of works, right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, it's going to debut on January the twenty fifth. So if you're interested, there's some trailers that are floating around right now. But Sofia Vergara in more of like a serious kind of badass role, I can see her pulling it off for sure.
4: Yeah. This is Dave
2: and Mahoney. All right, I've been trying to hold off here on giving you a whole bunch of guff, Audrey Drake. But. But here we go. No. Because, you know, we're close enough now towards the end of the show where I can give you a hard time and uh, hopefully won't rattle you too much. You are such a little lightweight.
0: You leave me alone. You
2: rolled in today wearing your little hoodie and your athleisure, which there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're comfortable. It's, you know. It's chilly outside, there Sure, it's, it's chilly. It's still
0: really cold in here.
2: You think it's really cold in I'm here? I'm freezing. I'm shivering. Sure it's, not, it's not cold in here at all. It's freezing. Um, But you went out last night on a school night so that's on you not really and you I had, went for happy hour you went for happy hour what time did you get home nine you got home at nine o'clock and this is the state you're in
0: I do not drink so, Dave, you're giving me a little guff because I'm a, I'm a little hungover.
2: A little hungover. You've been sleeping on the studio desk the entire show. I've been
0: sleeping. Don't well, you say that about me. That's just not been true. Down,
4: your head's Dave. been down. I can't she tell just her. She's just a right now. You are Dave, absolutely a turtle in your shell. You guys. You're being way too hard
3: on Audrey. because are being because hard on me. Here's the thing, Dave, without you pointing this out, mm-hmm. nobody would know the difference. See, Audrey is conserving her energy mm-hmm. while the songs are playing yes. and then leaving it all the on the moments. microphone. Mm-hmm. And then she goes back to resting. That's what, like, a
2: professional athlete does. Audrey, a professional athlete. On the bench. But as a professional broadcaster, it is my duty to shame Audrey for being in this state. The
0: baby is in grave danger. (laughs) What baby? (laughs) I am baby. Okay, got
4: it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying that, like, Dave and I, I know, could come in here just unbelievably deathly hungover and still do our job.
3: Yeah, I'm still doing my She's job. Doing She's job. doing her job just fine.
2: You you did just take 27 minutes to walk from here <laughs> to the bathroom. And back. I
3: also worked out
0: my legs three days ago the other day, but they say the second and third day are the worst days. Mm-hmm.
4: They like, do I, say
0: that. I legit, uh, my legs, I think they would feel better if I chopped them off. So, like, this is just an absolute unfortunate circumstance that I've concocted for myself.
2: Mahoney, you are such a white knight right now. What are you talking about, Dave? I'm just, <laughs> You're over here just uh,
3: coming at her when you're she's doing her friends. job. I'm also she, trying to make friends. It sucks. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> You're in a new city. You got a new place. You got to find new friends. Making new friends. Like, Audrey's still in the phase of her life where she likes new people. I am not in the phase of my life where I don't want any new friends. Yeah. Right so there with you. And so to make friends as a 32-year-old. Girl. Girl, you have to go have girl. some beverages with it's the ladies. You had a girls' night.
2: How many beers did you have? Four, four, man, four. Yeah, let's not kid. You are hammered because you group texted us that you are going to start
4: playing Creed on the Touch Tunes, yeah. which I was I'm like, she would, do, she would do that if she was sober. <laughs> no, she would Dave. not. Would the second I saw that text, I knew it was going to be this Aunt. morning. I just, I just knew that was the kind of morning we were going to have. And even,
3: nice. And even though Audrey's, you know, on a, a more healthy lifestyle these days as far as what she's eating, working out, and that's. Sort of thing and she hasn't drank in a while. You might have been drugged. We don't know. Might have been drugged. Might have been drugged. She she was coming in her someone who could have been drugged, Dave. I
0: came in here thinking that the three men in my life in this room would just simply take care of me. I and bought just you pet a
1: sprite,
3: me. okay? Yeah.
2: Chris yes. the Sprite was almost three dollars. Chris went downstairs <laughs> to buy you a three-dollar sprite. Mahoney's got your back to no end, and, and
1: I'm here to tell you shut up and get to work. This is Dave and Mahoney. Because there's really no point in pretending to be... Hold on, what? Because there's really no point in pretending to be good at... To be good at this? Oh, I, Okay, let me pick it up from here. It's, it's an all-new Blooper, blooper reel. reel on the Dave and Mahoney Show.
2: You know, we don't pretend to be perfect, which is why we showcase the Blooper Reel every week. We also are kind of amazed with how many bloopers we're able to fit in any given week. Dave, we talk a lot during the show
3: and sometimes, you know, we all have big brains mm-hmm. and our brains big are brains. just working faster than our mouths can. That's what it is. It's a, this is a, a problem
2: that we are are we're, we're too smart. Too smart. Yeah. That's the problem here. Yep. Okay. Yep. But this time of year, you know, I mean, getting into the holiday spirit and everything else, you know, Thanksgiving is in the rear of so it's you know, all gas and no brakes. Rear of so rear of so it's you know, all gas and no brakes. <laughs> I have been no to no less than 13,000. 1,200 to 13,112. <laughs> I have been no to no 1,200
3: 13,112. Mm. Excuse me. Got to get those hard numbers Hard to correct. remember.
0: Uh, How many days you could take off from work from... Salmonella. Like if you were just like, hey, yeah, I got seminar from cantaloupe. Salmonella. I got seminar. seminar
2: Five miles per hour significantly lowers the risk of type two diabetes. Significantly lowers. Kind of like a charcuterie board, and there's a spread with the charcuterie board. <laughs>
3: I don't. If it's a, if it's a movie that's like, eh, you know, I used to maybe would go see that, but if it's a, if it's a movie though. No. Speaking of the Brady Burra, Brady Bunch, though, you look back now and you everybody like when we were when we were growing up, we we're watching, everybody looked old. Speaking of the Brady Burra, the Brady Burra, <laughs> Brady
1: Bunch. Bunch, 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 Bunch here's Bunch, a story Bunch. about David Bunch, and Mahoney. was like it's some radio hosts that cannot talk for shit, shit.
4: <laughs> uh, this, uh, this follows
2: the uh, the sale of his Beverly Hills home from in um, in, uh, in Encino. No, You're not I cooked. I cooked cook the turkey. I cooked the ham. Carver? I cooked. I cooked. Oh, okay. oh my
0: god! Why did I? D- I, d- I didn't know. I didn't know. I got in <laughs> that will kill you. I, I, why did I? D-
2: I, d- I d- was stunning golf view v- uh, views, beautiful sunsets, all that stuff. But maybe don't have as festive of an environment as a Christmas tree. In- no, if you have a successful relationship, successful relationship, you, it works your own way. I was
0: literally do- d- just doing that because I knew you were going to call me. Out.
2: They are not bad. Yeah, I got. There's, there's, I got my favorites. Now the 30, fe- 30 seconds is done. I, I mean, again, 60 views, not, not very popular. That was, that was not very popular. So the- you can watch them for,
0: like, any time between.
3: He's, he's he, he, you know, I mean, like, he was a chef, if, you know, even though he hasn't done that in...
2: Mark, what is your fa- favorite fast food restaurant in all the land? Porta locations. I like I'm the I'm a direct cubes. into the
3: y- urinal cake, whatever, the, the Brady
2: Bunch, Bunch, uh, Bunch That's Bunch. what but we
3: call the blooper deal.
2: reel. I just don't like cheese that you can't eat. As a standalone, yeah, but yeah. The, the like, like a, like
3: a, it's like a blue cheese and like a Bernays sauce or
1: something. Then mm. it's just like, oh. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney.
2: I'm one of those people that's guilty, Mahoney, of when I'm driving, especially on the interstate, especially on a road trip, and I need to make a stop somewhere. It makes me angry because I feel like all of the people that I've worked so hard to pass are going to pass me, and it's definitely a race. That we're involved in. And but don't so, you feel
3: good passing them again, knowing that you stop for however long?
2: And then you're like, man, you bitches. <laughs> <laughs> passing you again. Here right. I go. Have you ever, though, and I, I assume that you probably have at some point in your life, not wanted to stop and decided that you were going to make do with a, hopefully, a large mouth Mountain Dew bottle or something in your vehicle? A the, the trucker bomb day? Yeah. yeah.
3: we've all we've all been there at some point. I feel like that is a rite of passage. For young men and women, uh, as we uh, we traverse the roadways of America,
2: a little more difficult for uh, for women, but uh, just sometimes you got to hop out of the vehicle and uh, right there on the side of the road, just yeah, sort of pop you and squat, you know. Just you kinda, keep the just door kinda, open, you know. Yeah, they, they, can't the open. they can't see what's going on. They don't happening. know what's happening over here yeah. <laughs> on the other side of this vehicle that I'm very obviously <laughs> squatting behind.
0: <laughs> I kept toilet paper in my car for a really long time. For that reason, not necessarily because I ever had ever really done that, but just in case, you never know, same and you don't want you to have
3: to Same reason you keep extra underwear and a change of clothes.
2: <laughs> you never know. You have a full change of clothes in your vehicle. You sure do. It's right. It's the it's same prepared. place I keep the spare tire. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, this is actually quite impressive because I don't think I've ever heard anything like this. Uh, much worse than having to take a surprise or emergency number one is, of course, number two. Uh, The Ohio Supreme Court has suspended an attorney's license for allegedly going number two into a Pringles can can't think of
3: oh, honestly. No, those aren't
2: airtight, and also but like there's how no better
0: cylindrical thing that you could probably. But put But dude, in there. the, the so, Pringles so can no, will, you
3: get soggy though because it's cardboard. You can't be so, you can't be peeing in
2: cardboard. It's aluminum. But so you, you no, t- it's no, it's the, not just the just the just the bottom part. The bottom is aluminum. The rest no, is no, it's yeah. all cardboard. Yeah. 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 you'd know that if you'd pooped in a Pringles can before. I
0: just don't get Pringles. I guess I'm off the game. I mean, I know that they're the best value for a potato chip, but
2: pretty good. But so you said something interesting. You said that it's perfect for it and i was like how and then i guess if you put it direct to the source but like if you're just a little bit off like it could be a catastrophe
0: so but you would have to you could just sit it on the ground and then like put the butt on the thing and then bam i mean if you use a bag you'd have to kind of like squat
2: but you can't just sit on the pringles can what if it collapses also which it will
0: they're not strong and on top of that
3: like if you had to Poop in a Pringle can?
2: It's not going to be
3: that kind of. It's not going to be that kind of number two. Oh, you it, know, because if you if, you're, if, if, if it's like, if we're talking, if we're, oh, t- God, this it, is so gross. If we're talking, things are going like we've hit critical ass, uh, and we got to yeah. stop and pull over on the side of the road. It ain't the, it ain't the good kind of what
2: number kind two. Of
0: Pringles? Do you think this guy eats? I'm going sour, sour cream and, and onion. sour
2: cream and onion for sure, the best. So what's what's interesting is the reason why this went to the Ohio Supreme Court and they held up suspending oh, his attorney's license, license is that. Uh, They said that he deliberately placed this particular Pringles can in this parking lot for a specific reason because he was like targeting someone with it. And they started to dig into it a little further. His name is Jack A. Blakesley. He's the attorney. He claimed it was a random act stating that he had a quote habit of putting feces into Pringle cans and then tossing him from his car. Oh. So you heard about a trucker bomb, but yeah, this. uh, I hate that. I
0: hate this man man arrested. A
2: Pringles poo. Listen for reviews
4: of your new favorite
1: new brew. It's beer for breakfast. It's beer for breakfast every Friday on Dave and Mahoney.
3: Right there, friends. All I want to do is drink beer for breakfast. We have made it to another Friday, barely, for some of us. All I want to eat is that barbecue. But we are here. We are employed. We are drinking. We are
2: celebrating life and leisure and friendship. Employment. And in Audrey's case, a little hair of the dog. She yeah. had a little bit too much fun last night, and so maybe having a beer this morning will get you right back into the swing. I just of spilled
3: that beer all over me. So starting off good. Hey, yeah, you know it's it a happens. good beer to spill all over. It smells you. wonderful. You know, I, this whole month, Audrey, cool I'm beer? going to be featuring porters and stouts and cream ales for you because I know you love. The, uh, the darker, richer beers more so than yeah, anybody right else. Plus, like this time of year when the weather starts to change mm-hmm. and it's colder outside, you know, you get up as <laughs> Audrey's literally shivering. It's so cold in here. You know, you, 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 these porters, the stouts, they, they give you a nice little warmth mm-hmm. to you. So uh, this one that we're featuring today is from Magnanimous Brewing out of Tampa, Florida. This one is called the dark messenger nothing it's a vanilla says version the holidays like a porter called the dark messenger well they I mean if you look at and uh, it <laughs> looks like one of the ghosts of Christmas past. It
0: does. It looks like the ghost or like the, we were just talking about like Chancellor Palpatine, like definitely like evil villain-esque. Well, when I sure.
2: hear Dark Messenger, I think very like Dexter-like. Dark Passenger. Dark That's Passenger. That's the Dark that Passenger. passenger gotcha. Which I
3: feel like, I mean, again, Dexter took place in Florida. Mm-hmm. So you think about maybe there's some connection there. I'm not sure. But the uh, people from Magnana's Brewing, uh, big fans of Porters, on the side of the Kansas, says uh, they have a quote about magnanimous people. Have no vanity, they have no jealousy, and they feed on the true and the solid wherever they find it. And what is more, they find it everywhere. That is a quote from Van Wick Brooks about Magnanimous. And they say the Dark Messenger is a vanilla porter (laughs) that relies on classic malt character, vanilla, to deliver a soft and enjoyable expression of chocolate, dark chocolate, and vanilla. So Mm -hmm. let's all Jump into this beer right now. The five categories are what you rate every single beer here on Brick Beer for Breakfast. Look, smell, taste, feel, and Drinkability. no drum roll until the end. Not the until the end. Uh four pack of this cost seventeen ninety-nine. So a little bit pricier. Uh, it is 6% ABV, so it's not going to destroy you, even though when you pour it, it's dark, it's scary. It looks like it's going to, you
2: know, a name like, it's like oil. dark messenger. It looks like it may punch you in the face. I feel like if you're going to be a dark messenger and you're going to be as dark as this beer is and the whole thing is like it's going to devour your soul, Uh <laughs> like maybe more than 6%. Like, <laughs> oh, so I feel I, like I need like 8.5 Listen,
0: I just had a little sipperoo, not to give it away. It tastes more than 6
2: does you think it? So? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, don't I don't think think it tastes so. Very light. Yeah.
0: Mm, you don't think you think it's a light porter? Yes. Yeah. I do. I do. Yeah. yeah. Go back in.
4: Not too heavy. Yeah. Give it I'm a sure good
0: gulp. We good should all take here. a
3: drink together because that's what we do before we. Uh, yeah. No, I'm sticking
2: to what I said. Cheers. Okay. Cheers, everybody.
0: Not in a bad way. I definitely don't find it to be light.
2: Mm. I'll stick to what I said. Audrey's wrong. Uh, let's move hey, on to the smell. Her I taste mean, buds are compromised.
3: Why are
1: you water? Wanna... Uh, You'll get out See, of even
3: the
2: even the fragrance <laughs> of this is is
3: pretty light. I would say overall, even though you know some of the uh, some of the porters out there are, I would say uh, a little stronger. This one doesn't have. You get light coffee. Can't really tell any alcohol in the nose, and the vanilla is very, very, very faint in the nose what? for me. Yeah, barely.
0: I so, smell malt. Well, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. you got
3: like the, the get, which gives you that, like that, that roasted, uh, like kind of coffee-ish. Yes. I always think that
0: Porter's it. would be the best candles.
2: Right. That would be a good
0: candle. Yes, it would.
2: Yeah. A little bit of vanilla in there.
0: Some of the caramel, yeah. the coffee flavors. Yeah. Oh Sounds
2: yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think of the, uh, the flavor, Dave? It's a little bland for me a you little so? bland. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Like, it's it's not displeasing in any way. Are you shivering right now? I'm very now? cold. What is wrong with you?
0: You're so... Just
2: pay attention to yourself. <laughs> I look over and you're like... <laughs>
4: you're so that one annoying. sip ruined her. She's done for the day.
2: I'm freezing. Pay <laughs> attention to yourself. It's distracting. I can't. Well, I hide. look over and you look like a polar bear that's <laughs> been <laughs> shaved. <laughs> Shut
0: up. So annoying. Go back to your beer. Okay. So right. you were saying it was not that oh, great? So I, had <laughs> okay? I had forgotten. Okay, I forgot forgotten what <laughs> I was saying. Take another sip like, and see fun. what you think. Okay, I'll do that.
2: <sighs> yep, yeah, underwhelming. That's fine. I mean, like, it's not displeasing. Like, it's got a good flavor profile to it. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, when, and maybe that's part of my problem with just drinking in general now. is like, I like something to kind of give me a punch in the tongue. Right. You know, to make this me feel. And yeah, I mean, like, you know, even if this were eight and a half, nine percent, mm-hmm. It's not like any of the flavor is really jumping off the page at me. It just tastes like any vanilla porter that I've ever had. See,
4: I'm not getting enough vanilla. Uh,
2: that's my biggest problem with this the
3: vanilla. And the fact that vanilla. The,
4: the, the message is very simple brewed with vanilla beans. Have you ever had like vanilla bean ice cream, it's a very prominent flavor. There's yeah. nothing here right there. Yeah. That's like. What I just got a just got a look from Audrey. No, I was just. Why is everybody... Oh. No,
0: I'm just. I'm just looking at you to see what you look like because you're oh.
3: behind
4: me. <laughs> Audrey, your thoughts
3: because you traditionally are more of a porter and stout fan. I am. Uh, what do you think of the Magnanimous Brewing's Dark Messenger?
0: I think that this tastes like Guinness. Mm, heavy.
3: Yeah, a little bit.
2: Yeah.
0: Like it just doesn't. Like a Guinness um, knockoff. Yeah, like it just t- it tastes not quite portery enough. And I think that mm-hmm. that's what we're all um, not in unison coffee. on. We're singing that same song. There's not enough coffee. It's not, I mean, it has flavor to me, but just not the right flavors. Fair
3: enough. Okay, uh, for me, you know, I, the thing that uh, I, I do like the flavors. I just don't think there's enough of them. You do get that, you, you do get that malted barley in there. You do get some of those coffee-like flavors, but it's not overwhelmingly coffee. There's a little bit of toffee in there, but it's not overly sweet. So there's not really anything that's overly pronounced. I think it's fairly balanced, uh, but I think it's just okay fairly balanced, Dave. Yeah. And the thing that actually, the one thing that I'm is different for this particular porter than porters that I've I've encountered in the past, this one has a real dry finish. Mm-hmm. You know, like my mouth is dry yeah, yeah. I, I right need now. Water. And I'm not a huge, huge fan of that personally. The mouthfeel it's like a medium bodied, you know, it's like just just over what a Guinness would be. Uh the drinkability, you know, when you're talking 6% and you're talking $17. For a four-pack. It's good, but I don't think I would pay $17 for a four-pack.
2: It feels a little pricey for the alcohol that right. you get. And again, like the, uh, the the flavor profile is fine. It's, it's just good. not it's not exceptional. Right. Yeah. Can I get a drum roll, please? Oh, my Beer Pierce Gaspercy,
3: I give the magnanimous brewing, dark messenger, a three. Point
1: four out of five. Follow the Dave and Mahoney show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes your home
3: phone, cell phone,
1: email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>